Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from October the 26th, 1991. I'm sitting here with Hard Body Hopper and not Doc Turner, because if you remember, he told us last week he was uh, going on spring break with his kids and wife and trying to be the family man. He never is. So he's currently uh, riding on the edge of a lightning bolt, baby. So, on that note, let me welcome in someone who's been here before, hadn't been on since, I think, July of last year, maybe, August, Mean Mike Crockett from the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, which has come alive in the last few months. Crockett, how you doing, man, as we sit here and listen to Harper talk about hot news girls uh, before the (laughs) pre-show? I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for having me back. I know uh, I'm here for my once yearly, you know, when Doc Turner has a vacation, I come in and uh, save the day. So yeah. happy to be back. You like Haley's Comet. <laughs> Once every 75 years. That's nice. Yeah. Hopefully they don't burn out quickly. Um, no, nah, that's usually not a problem here. I think you uh, you tend to do well. So I think we'll I think we'll be fine. But yeah, man, um, we are also maybe it'll air by the time we do this. Maybe we won't do it. We're also supposed to do a show on uh, that NWO episode of A&E. Uh, but we haven't had the time to get it done I've and scheduled on those. Yeah. Yeah. I have to, uh, every now and then, I, like I was trying to watch this weekend and let me tell y'all something spring forward. I told doc last week can F all the way off. I hate this time change bull crap. Man. Dude, that fucked me up Monday, bro. Yeah, me I too. To change the time on my clock. That's on a dresser. So, you know, the alarm goes off on my phone. I just errant snooze. You know, fuck you. Just snooze. <laughs> I look up and it's like, oh, it's 6.30. All right. I, I, I thought it was 5.30. All right. I'm going to get up, bro. It, it was 6.30. I was like, you motherfucker, bro. <laughs> Dude, it, it it's the worst. That I'm still messed up right now from it. I'm like dragging. See, I think the extra hour of sunlight overweighs that fucking negative. I don't know, bro. I, I, I just need to leave it where it is. I don't mind when we fall back an hour. I can live with that because you gain an hour. But you take an hour from my weekend, I'm about to have a riot up in this piece, okay? Yes, yeah, it's just ridiculous. I, I w- was up on Monday at 8.45, which I'm usually up at 7.45, and then today I was up at 6.45, so all, all fucked up. Oh, poor yeah. you, 6.45? <laughs> oh, 
Hey, hey, Crockett, before we get into this thing, man, let me ask, what's going on over at the Wrestling Podcast about nothing? I mean, you and Malonis did the uh, did the burial episode, I guess is what I'll call it, but uh, and I think y'all did another one since then, but what's going on over there? Well, uh, yeah, we ended the podcast like a month before uh, lockdown in 2020, and uh, we've done like two or three episodes since then we did one last month and we've kind of come to a, a tentative agreement that we're going to try to do one a month. Uh, we, we know we can't do weekly again. Um, and t- twice a month seemed a little much. <laughs> so I think we can handle doing one a month. Yeah, I think it's worth it. And let me tell you, everybody go listen. What was the title of the episode with Malonis's burials? I want to give that one a plug. Whoa, uh, you make me think. Um, <laughs> the title. The uh, post mortem ROH, or the ROH post mortem, Brian's ROH post mortem. Because we talked about good. his whole run of Ring of Honor. It was pretty good. It was very entertaining. There were some things said there that uh, everybody needs to go listen to if they were ROH fans, especially. And definitely enjoyed it. So, okay, once a month. I won't hold you to that. So if it's just once every, like, six months or a year, then so be it then, okay? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't uh, – I wanted to record one next week, but I haven't told Brian yet. So we'll see <laughs> We'll see how that goes. Uh, my, my thought is perhaps try to do the last Monday of every month, but we'll see. I get it. I get it, man. It's rough. Hey, Hopper, let me ask you a question. Uh, Have you heard about this uh, – Dutch Mantell and Ric Flair feud? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to I want to ask y'all about it. I want to play a quick soundbite of what Dutch said. Get in the shape he got. I damn I would just take a filth of liquor to get in the shape he was in. <laughs> he, he he is he talking about physical shape? He looked like hell. He looked like and we've talked about this before. I thought he was going to die. I thought the guy was going to going to die in the ring. And as far as making three hundred thousand dollars, I don't think he made that. What did the promoter make? Did he promote it himself, or did this did, was the Conrad uh, Thompson thing? So, Conrad, yeah. But but I'm sure that was that was a fifty fifty deal. I guess I'm sure you're not going to do it for nothing. And yeah, they drew a they drew a, a, a great house. In the Nashville Civic Coliseum, it holds about seven thousand people. It's an old arena, but still a, a functioning arena. It, it still works. But I don't know if he made three hundred thousand dollars. But he, if he did, so what? I, I don't. So, Harper, what do you think about this? Uh, this is Dutch. I thought Dutch was very level-headed. But what do you think about Dutch's yeah. comments towards Flair? You watched it. You ordered it like me. Yeah, man. I, I was a mark, and I got caught up in those badass fucking Ric Flair promos. I'm like, I got to see this. And it's like you look past the fact that he's in his 70s, and he had a pacemaker, and he's you look past all that when you saw the promos. You're like, nah, fuck it. This is going to be badass. You watch it, you're like, I remember when he first came out to the curtain, you could just tell, like, okay. Because he didn't even woo once. He didn't do one fucking woo, bro. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. Then he got in the ring. He's wearing a shirt 
which I get it. He's seventy something years old, right? I mean, uh, but I mean, we don't want to see him like this, where he looks like like a fucking you know, like your wife walking around the house on a Saturday fucking afternoon wearing a t-shirt in the fucking underwear. <laughs> and it's just like, oh boy. <laughs> then when he started, I mean, I, I was worried just like everyone else. I was like, I don't think he, he should just get out the fucking ring and just like fucking just stop. What the fuck? And you know, all those other, you know, remember like in the front row, there was Undertaker and Bret Hart and all the stars. But what do you think was going going through their minds watching this? I don't Holy think shit. We're gonna watch yeah. him die. I don't think they'd ever be honest and tell you what they were really thinking. No, they're not gonna do that because out of respect, and I get right. that. I mean, right, that's how like Cornette won't say anything about it. You know, which I we, you know, that's honorable because he's been knowing him forever and he was a role yeah. model. Yeah, so but I just I mean, what did Dutch say? You know that wasn't accurate. I, like I mean, saying someone about the, uh, you know, I, I don't. know. That's like someone saying, "God, Ryan Leaf was one of the worst quarterbacks ever." I can't believe the San Diego Chargers drafted him back in the day. I bet they regret that. And he's like, "But fuck, what are you talking about? How many games have you played on Sundays?" Yeah, yeah, bitch. I mean, what am I saying that's not true? Yeah. I think so. I don't, Crockett. Let me ask. What do you think about before I kind of add chime in? What do you think? Uh, you you said it sounded like two miserable old men when you texted me, but what did you think you about this what? whole thing? Dutch sounded like when you watch the news and they got the old guy standing in front of the trailer park, and I saw that flying saucer come out of nowhere, and it, and it just came by and it took my cow away, and I don't know what the hell's going on. Someone needs to call the state police out here or something. That's what he sounded like. <laughs> well, I don't want to say I I don't I don't I don't want to say that about former BTT guest Dutch Mantel. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> but okay, um, Dutch is is quite old as well as we say this, right? I mean, he's not a yeah, uh, spring he's not chicken in the ring trying to fucking bump around and and, and trying to relive his youth. I totally agree with you there. Yeah, that that is 100% true. Um, okay, Dutch is 73 for the record. Crockett, your thoughts on this thing? Yeah, like I said to you, it's two old crusty guys being old and crusty. Um, it, I could, yeah, I, I completely agree with with Dutch. I mean, I I can say for one that I wasn't worked into buying the pay per view. Uh, I knew it was. I was, be- bro. I was like. Oh. <laughs> I know you guys had to do it for research purposes for the show, yeah, but, uh, right. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't see a, a, a scenario where this is going to be a good match or just not going to be me. Yeah. Biting my nails like everyone else was thinking he's going to fucking keel over, which apparently he did a couple of times. He like passed out or something like that during yeah, the match. Right. I mean, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. He, um, I mean, wouldn't you, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you be like, there's his daughter sitting there and you'd be like, Oh my God, my dad's going to die. Yeah, like why? Why would you just? I mean, we all know he's grabbing at every buck he can, and he's been doing it for years ever since he stopped wrestling. But uh, and why? I, I, yeah, why the money? That's that's why. You think that was the best payday that he ever had wrestling? Was that three hundred grand? I don't know if I 
believe he got three hundred grand, but because that's a lot of goddamn money, right? That's a lot of money. So I don't. You would have, how much? I, how much would have got? How much should you make at a featured match at WrestleMania? His last match at Mania. How much do you think you would have made there? Well, you see that? That's what I was getting at. Like I, I mean, I, he's Ric Flair. I would feel like I believe he's gotten more. Yeah. Before. I think he's got because, more than that for one night. Because he's, I would, he's Ric Flair, dude. I mean, yeah, I think so. More than three hundred grand for one night. I mean, yeah, now, now I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking maybe, maybe for for the one match, probably. I mean, I know they get they, that kind of money for like the Saudi matches, but for WrestleMania, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't have. Yeah, that maybe so. Yeah, maybe for. Yeah, maybe for him and Shawn Michaels, maybe. I mean, it's possible. Maybe he's going to find out. He's Ric Flair, so like, I feel like he's definitely got that or more before. So, and then the other part of that is, I don't know if I believe he got three hundred. Now, I have no data to back up what I'm saying. It's just in my mind going, this wasn't a WrestleMania event. Like, it, it was a pay per view. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like, yeah, it was on I, Fight TV. Uh, yeah, like, so I mean, could he have gotten that? I may. I mean, look, I, what do I know? I'm, I'm just thinking from a strictly common sense standpoint. I don't know if he got that because then, like Dutch said, so what did the promoter get? Or did the promoter get nothing? I mean, like, I don't know. There's just a lot in there where it's like, wait, hold on. You got to start in a actually total doing for that whole weekend, not for that match, because. Because that was a whole weekend affair with with the meet and greet and everything else. Maybe, yeah, that makes maybe. sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe. But again, I don't, I don't know, and I don't pretend to know. But I, I, I here's what I think. So for everybody listening, you all know this by now, and uh, I'll put this up early on our on our, on YouTube or Patreon. Uh, the, I think Rick fired back on Twitter. He said, thank God they used the word veteran and didn't call you a legend, just a miserable old wrestler trying to make a buck. And by the way, you never had a legacy to begin with. Woo is what uh, Flair's response was. I actually think the thing that got to Flair was this part right here. Get in the shape he got. <laughs> I damn, I would just take a fifth of liquor to get in the shape he was in. <laughs> I think... Flair must have got hold of that and just it just set him off. Yeah, um, you motherfucker. Now, <laughs> but I don't think Dutch is wrong though. Like he, he's this not is d- wrong. But yeah. nothing hurts more than the truth, Michael. Bruh, mm. you ain't got to tell That's me that. The when problem. People, yes, people blast you with the truth. You 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 mm-hmm. get very defensive, and I think that's what Flair did. And the thing about Flair, man, they, I'm sorry, we're Ric Flair fans. His personal life, he's been a disaster. Like, you can't, I ain't trying to talk bad about the man because I really do enjoy watching his old stuff wrestling in his promos. Yeah, no, dude, I was watching some of his old stuff the other night. You had to wait for Doc to go on vacation to start talking like this, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's actually having an intelligent <laughs> discussion about it when Doc's not here. But, you know, and, and Doc will tell you, Flair is his favorite wrestler of all time. And he told me the other day, He's like, I can't stand that bastard. Like, I can't. He's just a mess. He, he's. I mean that that pay per view. If you think about it, I I won't sit there and say he stole money. I mean, people pay. Look, 
It's capitalism. You, don't think you stole, you know, as they say, you stole a pay per view. Well, I mean, yeah, you can as a as a as a phrase, like as a as a phrase of wrestling. You they would have Cornette always uh, you stole a house or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like they stole a house, but he didn't literally steal money. It's capitalism. You put a product out there, you say, you know, you hey, this is what we're offering, and people buy it. Okay, I don't think they That's do true. nowhere. I don't think yeah. they'll do nowhere near as that if they ever did this again. I think we talked about oh, that when we covered no. it. But I just, I think Flair's life is a mess. Like, I, I tried to listen to his podcast at one point. Man, he's all over the place. Dude, he's worse than you, Hopper. You think your attention span is bad? Conrad would ask him a question about X, Y, and Z, and he's answering the question about A, B, and C, and M, and N. And I'm like, wait, what? How did we get here? He was asking you about WrestleMania X, such and such, and you're talking about the drinks you had at the bar at Starcade like 89 how did we what happened that we got to that so i just man i just think flair like he i think he's kind of miserable at times and i think and, he's i kind of see him as like the rambo of wrestling he was meant to be a wrestler and nothing else it's like yeah. rambo was meant to be this badass soldier you know he can't work at the fucking uh be the assistant manager at fucking Win Dixie's. He's a badass fucking soldier, and that's all he's gonna be fucking good at. And that's kind of like Flair, where he's just he 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 can't stop being a wrestler. He can't yeah. stop being Ric Flair. I think you're right. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Crockett, any other thoughts on old Ric Flair here? Well, he did he did um kind of walk it back, didn't he? In, in a a tweet uh, since then flair did yeah he he like uh, was it march 11th i guess it was a few days later on the next I didn't day realize actually, that. the next day yeah i'll read it to you i have it right here he says okay. dutch let's just agree to hopefully grow old reluctantly but gracefully oh we, there you go See, I, I didn't know that he says we as old veterans need to be united not at odds heart we must join as one join <laughs> yeah. me luke skywalker well I think gracefully, I think that's uh, kind of off the table at this point. Yeah. I'm glad his PR person put that tweet out there. Yeah, for real. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Rick, can I have your your login info, please? Hey, Rick. Rick, let me see your your phone for a minute. You said you were having problems with the volume on it. Let me me take a look at it. Rick Rick was taking his afternoon nap on the couch, and Conrad (laughs) snuck over. Yeah, because <laughs> oh god, okay, yeah. Look, I'm not. I, I won't crucify him for that. I'm glad. I'm glad that that tweet was put out, whether it's Flair or someone else who put it out. Because, like, I got a lot of respect for Dutch wrestling. Wise, I got a lot of respect for Flair. Flair just does come across kind of as miserable though these days, and I'm glad he kind of walked it back with that tweet, even though. It allegedly may have been someone else who put that tweet out and wrote it for him. <laughs> that does not seem like a tweet that Ric Flair would write in 2023. But uh, well, he did capitalize every word, so at least he's following the format. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, oh, well, hat tip to Flair for uh, maybe cleaning it up as we uh, get into this. But um I wanted to mention one other thing before we get into the main show. So we got Halloween Havoc coming up next week. So Hopper, that means uh, you're going to watch this one, right? Next Tuesday for next Tuesday. Halloween Havoc. Uh, One more time. Halloween Havoc. 91. Yeah. All right. 
When do you want me to remind you? Sunday night? Saturday night? Every night. Oh, every night. <laughs> yeah. So starting Friday, Harper, don't uh, forget to watch. It's it's like I'm talking to <laughs> it's like I'm talking to my mom when she was sick and she had to take her pills. Okay. Mom, you got to take your pills at nine. All right. Okay. Next day. Uh, mom, you take your pills. At, I'll have to remind Harper to take his water pills every night at nine <laughs> o'clock starting on Friday all the way through through Tuesday. So he watches Halloween Havoc 91 so we can discuss Five it. days till Havoc. Four well, days until Havoc. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play yeah. one right now. He's watching the background. But yeah, we got Halloween Havoc coming up on Patreon. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. The only way to listen to our review of that, me, Doc, and Hopper, is by going to Patreon. Again, at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. You get all the video versions of the shows we review, plus all of the clashes we've done to this uh, up to this point, along with all of the pay-per-views we've done. Man, we, were, we can go back to 1988 at this point, 87. So we have done a ton of pay-per-views. Uh, at this stage on our Patreon feed, plus the video versions, like I said. Uh, along with that, you get the ECW show with Mike Prue and JV, and you also get uh, the NWA show with uh, Sparks and the, the the Transformer and the Little Fella. I'll leave it at that. Uh, tons of content there, over 400 pl- Patreon-exclusive shows, tinyurl.com slash BTT. If you're not joined, please do so. Great way to support this outlaw independent mud show of a podcast. All right, um, let me share my screen and we'll get rolling. Uh, uh, let me ask you, Crockett, did you have anything else before we get into the main episode? I don't think so, man. Let's get rolling. All right, let's get rolling into this thing. And just like that, I also need to open up the video recorder. So that's on my end. I need a producer, Crockett. Do you want to be a producer? I can pay you like, um, uh, let's see, independent wrestling. Uh, how much do they pay a match? I can give you like uh, 15 bucks an episode. Yeah. What are you talking about? Just need more of those uh, patrons. It's an envelope. <laughs> it's an envelope, brother. There was a little light tonight, brother. Next light. time. The house was light, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Heard that shit before. <laughs> the house was a little light tonight, brother. I'll get you next time. Yeah, was it I now? Heard that in Homa a lot. Homa? Oh, yeah. I didn't get that in Homa. I got that in Lafayette a couple of times. Um, let's see. Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, you Alabama. Work at in, in, in fucking Biloxi? At a high um, school or something? So most of the time in Biloxi, there is a old airplane hangar called um, Point Cadet. What the hell is the name of that old airplane hangar? It's an I old airplane hangar in Biloxi. Uh, worked there a few times. Um, God, I think it's called Point Cadet. Google it, Harper. See if it comes up. Because now I'm draw- now I'm now I'm second guessing myself. But it's an old airplane hangar. It's not an airplane hangar anymore. I mean, it looks like an airplane hangar. I don't think I don't think there's airplanes in there. Is the the point I'm trying to make? Look, I remember one time and- we uh we we we, we uh, went to this bar in fucking Biloxi. A friend of mine used to live out there, and it was a fucking double wide. And we're sitting there and. I look at the floor. It's got this, you know, disgusting carpet to say the least. I'm looking look, at it. Bar. I'm like, what the fuck is that design? I'm looking. I was like, that's fucking Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> they had <laughs> carpet in there. They must have redone a Chuck E. Cheese or something. And they took the fucking carpet from the Chuck E. Cheese and put it in this fucking bar. Like, like that was the fucking floor. <laughs> 
Could not fucking, Mississippi. Yeah, fucking Chuck E. Cheese fucking carpet. It's it's the South in Mississippi. What do you expect? A five star bar? Yeah, for real, dude. I remember yeah, one time man. we there was a show uh, just outside of Boston with a guy. It's his, it was running his first show on his own. Actually, a guy who's actually in working for WWE now. And uh, go up, uh, waiting around after the show, waiting forever. I guess they're doing promos or they're waiting to get paid after the show. Oh, God. It just sitting around this, like the ring is all the way down, just sitting there <laughs> waiting for the guy. Guy finally comes out. I, I walk up to him and say, oh, thanks. You know, thanks for having me, all that stuff. Get the big handshake, pat on the back. That's it. Don't even get the hot dog, just the handshake. Jeez, that's horrible, bad. Bro. Yeah. I've had shit like that, and that's when I realized I'm never leaving Wildcat again for nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going more than five minutes away from my fucking house. Fuck that never been, dream shit. Fuck yeah. I've never been stiffed that bad, but yeah, the envelope's been short. Oh, yeah. No, no I've had the handshake fucking like that before. I'm like, the fuck did I drive over here for? Yeah. I wasted a fucking day. You know, I'm fuck this. And it gets yeah, yeah. It's not it gets it's worse not just, as you get you know, older. Showing up for the match, it's like you're there like three hours beforehand. It's like yeah, fucking there six to seven right. hours. I mean, if I was a fucking young kid or something that was twenty years old, just trying to get my reps in, yeah. But fuck that. Yeah. I was in the car with Tommy Rogers one one night, and his exact words were something like, "Just think about it. If somebody told you, hey." 150 miles from here, I'm going to put 40 bucks on a on a signpost. I want you to drive there for that 40 bucks. Grab it and drive back home. Not even wrestle. He goes, how many people would really want to do that? Now, this is in like 1998 or some shit, right? So, I mean, we're talking 25 years ago. But... Now, that's not taking into account what you're saying, Harper. Not only did you drive there, you you performed, you waited yeah. around. So that means you're there for two and a half, three hours. And we know independent shows run long because these yeah. assholes think they're filming the next six episodes of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. <laughs> but that's exactly what it turns into. And so then you spend a whole day, damn near a work day. Dealing with some jackass who shakes your hand, gives you a hot dog, and shorts your envelope. Yeah, brother, brother. Oh, brother, I'll get you next time. Man, shut the piss up. up. Yeah. All right, on on that note, uh, we'll get started now. Uh, We are talking Saturday night on TBS from October the 26th of 1991. Got the video version going. Uh, We're at center stage again. This is the second half of the taping from October the 7th. Uh, the show intro, the sh- it starts with a replay of Ron Simmons announcing that Dusty would be his manager for one night. And then we head to the green screen where JR welcomes us into the show. Uh, we're going to see more from Medusa this week. Van Hammer's wrestling debut on TBS. I need to say TBS because he's already debuted. He just hadn't been on TBS yet, according to them. And the main event will be Cactus Jack and Abdullah the Butcher versus Bobby Eaton and Sting. And they say we're going to see a feature on Vader, who should be returning soon. And on that note, we're going to go directly to the ring for Van Hammer versus Scrap Iron Bill Ford. Crockett, uh, I got to ask you, you ain't been around as we uh, talk about old Van Hammer. 
Uh, Harper and Doc and I have put the uh, boots to this dude. Any thoughts on uh, hair metal Van Hammer? I mean, it looks good. Um, <laughs> it kind of looks like they handed him a guitar like 15 minutes before he went out there, and he's like trying to figure <laughs> out what to do with it. I saw yeah. the, uh, the, the I watched the video version of the show uh, uh, you had a couple weeks ago with the music video, and it looks like oh. he never touches the strings of the guitar. Does he I even have that. strings on it? I don't know. I don't know. You know, this isn't HD, so we're, we're kind of, we're assuming it's got strings, but we really can't tell. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't I, even do like an air guitar. Like He doesn't even do like a fake strum. He just like holds it and like bangs his head. Good drop kick. Yeah, he can yeah, get he, a nice he, drop kick. The gimmick is just so fucking bad. Yeah. He looks good. He kind of looks like a jacked up Sammy Hagar. <laughs> but yeah, but it's just this this gimmick. I like he's, he's doing the like the stomp clap. We will rock you. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh the my God. Heavy metal gods queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does that. It's so terrible. Oh my God. And then he uses Tully's finisher to damn slingshot suplex, <laughs> which is just. <laughs> Oh, what are we doing here? Uh, and he wins the match. But I, I'm just not a – this dude. Oh, God, he can't face the hard cam either, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Notice that too. Yeah. I mean, I goes. told you. Ref, tell him, turn around, guy. Yeah. Turn around. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> thank you, Cleveland. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Bobby Blaze, you know, Bobby Blaze talks about, oh, man, he was a good dude. It's just that. This gimmick was dumb, and and unfortunately, he fir- he smoked those uh, Virginia Slims uh, 120s. So there's that. Well, he smokes more Bobby, than that, doesn't he? Well, I'm saying Bobby Bobby joked about whenever they were in the airport together. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, Mike, you believe that big bastard used to smoke Virginia Slims menthol 120s? <laughs> big old long ass cigarettes. He couldn't smoke a Marlboro Red Hopper. He smoked that's Virginia just so, Slim. Why? <laughs> yeah. So um, there was that yeah, story he, about him, like uh, when he when he came back you know, around the time of Nitro when they did the Misfits in action, and they you know they gave everyone those stupid like I mean like humorous was huge erection, and uh, you know Chavo was Lieutenant Loco and all that stuff. They they oh God, tried to yeah. name him Private Stash. You know, alluding to him being a pothead, and he, oh, he, I didn't remember that. You didn't, yeah, I don't remember yeah, him this, being in that. What's that? I don't remember him being in that. I don't think he was for long, but uh, yeah, it, it, they they wanted to call him Private Stash, but he he balked because the pr- private is the lowest rank in the military. <laughs> <laughs> so he refused, and they they ended up changing it and calling him Major Stash. Major Stash. <laughs> That's, that's, that, so that, I mean, it's just that's the joke, dude. Private stash. Whatever. That that actually makes sense. Well, like I don't say it makes sense. That act is funny because that just makes me think about when he got there and told Arn and everybody as they as he walked down the hall he was here to save the company. <laughs> like that old story where he's like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here to save the company," and they're like, and Arn's like, "What?" So yeah, I don't know, man. It's Damn, he's like, looking for a spot like that so late. What's that, Harper? 
he was lucky to get a spot like that so so late at that time because this is ninety one, and after this, I don't remember seeing him ever. Oh, I do, I do. I didn't remember. Was yeah, he? he was around. Yeah, yeah, he was around. I mean, I like they brought like, in they brought in the guy like uh, they brought in J T Southern who actually can play the guitar, and he's right. supposed to be the heel, and he's and he's like exposing that Van Hammer can't play. Oh. Like he's yeah, I mean, or something like uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I remember him being around. Was. I remember him being around. Like he wasn't prominent though. I mean, but I do remember him being around. Fuck, he's still getting a paycheck from him, Bruh, That's the thing. <laughs> that's a lot of people like, getting get, paychecks. When you see these like wrestlers bitching, complain, it's like, where else can you go? And you're making this kind of fucking money. With your type of, you know, lack of skills or fucking expertise at fucking anything. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I saw that he um he actually had a tryout with WWF in '93, but I guess it didn't pan out. He he was around like '97 in WCW. This is when this major staff thing was happening. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was later than that. Crockett might have been. Yeah. Like I, cause. That faction you just talked about, I could have swore it was much later. Yeah, I think that was like two thousand nine, you know, ninety nine, two thousand. With the nine, that's what I was thinking, wow. but I could be, yeah. I don't, I'm not. Yeah, I don't remember certain, exactly. But yeah. I thought it was around then. But he, 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 he's around for a while. This dude is. I don't want to say he's not going anywhere, but because it's not memorable. But yeah, he's he sticks around. Okay, so we keep moving and we go to the Halloween Havoc Control Center with Gordon Soley. This is the final control center before the pay-per-view airs tomorrow. So don't forget to uh, call your local cable company and order the pay-per-view. And while you do that, go online to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt and order and sign up for our Patreon. Uh, Gordon Hard sells us on on the whole pay-per-view and the athletic accomplishments of Luger and of course, Ron Simmons during their football careers. We get a couple of quick promos from the two. I thought it was meat and potatoes and standard stuff leading up to the pay-per-view. Uh, overall, I mean, I look forward to this. Um, I mean, we know who's going to win and who's going to lose, but I think they've done a sufficient job, especially when you think about what they did at the clash and up until this point of building up this pay-per-view uh, Crockett, any thoughts on the Halloween havoc control center with Gordon Soley? Uh, you can tell that they uh, recorded the promos with uh, Simmons and Luger like weeks ago because they don't mention the Dusty Rhodes thing at all, which they led the top of the show with. And uh, Gordon kind of has to shoehorn in at the very end, talking about how Dusty's going to be there. But um, I, know, I know Doc talked about this, but this is like the third week in a row that they haven't corrected the spelling of Michael Hayes' name. It's like once a week, what, like the first time you can kind of give him a pass, but it's been like at least three weeks and they haven't, it's still spelled wrong. I guess they just don't give a shit. I, don't, I guess well, no. they don't. Dude, they're just running this, that clip that they keep showing, they're just running the same one over and over. Like they're not creating a new one. So yeah, they're like, I'm not fixing that for what? Yeah. yeah but that's, that's, they're not going to notice that these stupid hillbillies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But yeah, they don't. Yeah, the, you're right, Crockett. They're not. They, I don't. One, did, if someone noticed it, they thought to themselves, "Eh, screw it. It don't matter." I yeah, I guess. And they, they had Shivani running down the car. Like it's kind of weird that they have Gordon hosting the segment, then they cut to Shivani running down the card. Is that all? That's all he's doing at this point, right? He's just back from WWF. Uh, 
Oh, he's doing some of the secondary shows too on commentary. Oh, okay. Too. He's yeah, and he was on the Clash or whatever. He he's done some more stuff than what he's uh than what you see here. But he's yeah, he's not doing Saturday night at this point. No, it's just uh it's just Jr. right now, especially with um. Y'all don't know this because the show hasn't aired yet. And Doc and I did last week's show by ourselves because we had to get this one done so we could do the pay-per-view next week. Um, Paul E. is is out right now because he's been indefinitely suspended. And there's two different stories on why he got suspended. One of them was he leaked info to um, about a potential angle in storyline with Memphis in WCW. Uh, doing some kind of partnership with uh, Jerry Lawler and Luger wrestling each other. Uh, supposedly, he's in trouble for that. But the other storyline, too, is he may be suspended. We think he's suspended for plane ticket uh, misappropriation of funds. Basically, he was returning his plane tickets. And back then, you actually had a physical ticket, and they would give you cash as a refund. Well, Paul was evidently stashing allegedly i don't know if this is true stashing the funds and they kind of think they caught him on it long story short paul goes to his lawyer dad and you know he threatens a suit you know improper suspension or whatever and that doesn't work out he ends up coming back in the meantime while he's out he's working a show and runs into rick rude if you ever want to know why allegedly Rick Rude ends up in WCW. It's while Paul is out from being suspended, allegedly due to stealing money, uh, refunding plane tickets. Um, so that's why Paul Lee's not even here. I mentioned that cause you were asking about Shivani on commentary and no, we don't have no Shivani. We got a, man, we don't have Paul Lee either. It's just Jim Ross. Cause, uh, Paul Lee is not here. He was indefinitely suspended. Uh, I don't know. Had y'all heard that story before? I covered it in detail with doc. We went through the whole thing last week oh, with the ticket thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I know Cornette that. has told the story before. Um, others have told it before. Yeah, um, they they kind of they caught Paulie. I mean, they, I don't say they never really caught him. So long story short, he ends up coming back. He he smoothes his way back in. Apparently, on everyone note, that, he, he wasn't the only guy doing that because I heard uh, Eric Watts on that same guy that that does Dutch's podcast the British guy. And he said the same thing about the tickets. Yeah. You do this and this and this. And yeah. Keep calling. Yeah. And then he said, that, uh, everybody was doing that. So he was doing a lot that. of, yeah, a lot of the guys were doing it, especially when it was, uh, the drive wasn't too far. They yeah. would, they would, you know, return him, get the refunded and get the cash. I think the way it's been told, it seems like Paul was really, really overdoing it <laughs> with his, uh, refunded tickets. But I, yeah, the boys definitely. I mean, you know how it is, man. You get yeah, a wrestler. Yeah, <laughs> if a wrestler can shit. find a way to make yeah. an extra buck, they're going to. Yeah, how it works. All right, let's go to Richard Morton. That's right, Richard Morton, because he's in the New York Foundation versus Joey Mags. Uh, Crockett, you got any? You got anything from this one? Long match. I just love how uh, Morton just cannot fully commit and cut the mullet. He just got the exact same haircut and I mean, similar gear, even just like can't commit to the bit. He's got to have the longest lasting gimmick in wrestling history. That's true, huh? Because that mullet is there even to this day. Yeah, he's still got that fucking long hair. 
He's he, he's even him. got the he's even got the bandanas with the like right now in the York Foundation. He's got look look at, look at the knees. The bandanas are still on the knees. <laughs> still, yeah, just like no, just like didn't change much of anything except you know just playing the heel in the match. That's yeah, it. man, he's he's uh for sure. So uh yeah he that that I mean again Morton still got the mullet. He just he he's not gonna let the mullet go. It ain't happening. And Mags is Mags is pretty good. I mean, he's, I think he's like twenty one or twenty two, so I think he's pretty good for his age. And he had life the oh. whole time. It was a good match. Yeah, it was good. That finish was weird. Morton like does this. I think he drive fell his more than just went oh, down. He's done that he before his, though. This finisher. Yeah, put his knee in the back of his. Uh, he stood stood on the top rope, put his knee in the back of uh, yeah. Mags's head, who was standing in the corner, and kind of drove his head into the mat. So then after that, after Morton wins, we're going to go to an interview shortly. Let me get to it. Um, the interview is uh, JR's interview and Barry Windham about the chamber of horrors match. Let me get to it shortly. I got to fast forward a little bit for when he comes out. Here it is. Out of the ring will be the Steiner brothers, Sting and Eligante. But on the other side of the ring, you will find Abdul the butcher Oz, the Diamond Stud, and Barry Windham. My question to you, Barry, why are you on the team led by Abdullah the Butcher? Well, really, that was supposed to be a secret, but I guess if I tell you, I may as well tell everybody here. Now, have I ever walked out here with Abdullah the Butcher and done an interview or been in a match with him, called him my friend? No, sir, you have not. Well, have I ever stood out here with Sting and had him right by my side? Have you ever been out here with Oz? Have you ever been out with any of those guys that are supposed to be on my team? Not to my recollection, well, I'll no. I'll tell you what. This match is supposed to be one of the most dangerous in WCW history. And it's one of the kind of matches where only one person is going to really feel the shock of the whole thing. It's going to be an electrifying match. And I guarantee you, I'm not going to be the one that gets the shocking ending. So that's all I'm going to tell you, and the rest is a secret. I don't want it out. Interesting comments from Barry Windham. Perhaps the only way we'll ascertain the answer is by calling your local cable company and joining us on Halloween Havoc. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back on TBS after this. That's right. Go to tinyurlcom slash Patreon BTT, and you can listen to the review of it. Uh, and you can call your cable company, too, while you're at it. Uh, I, that was interesting. Doc pointed out months ago, I don't say months ago, weeks ago, you know, why is Barry on the quote-unquote heel side? You know, he's been aligned with with Simmons lately. So wh- wh- what the hell is going on here? And Barry really doesn't answer the question. He kind of danced around it. What did you think, Crockett? Yeah, I, I, I think I know where this is going. I remember, like, uh, I remember a pretty big, I remember the cover of a magazine, which I, I think I, I think I know where this is going at Halloween Havoc. But um, I mean, the interview was what it was, just kind of leaving it to be a mystery and just kind of making sure that Barry gets some face time before they uh, do the whole thing at Halloween Havoc. So it was fine. Yeah, I think I yeah, remember I, what happens. I can't wait to talk about this Chamber of Horrors stuff. With, <laughs> I can't wait with, to hear you guys talk about with, it. With you hopper you and doc it's so doc's last words before leaving on vacation when i talked to him last week was um he was gonna watch it on vacation one of the nights when he when he gets to the hotel and i go dude you're gonna just have a fit he hadn't seen it and 
It's so bad. It's just, I don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean, you you can't electrocute a person, bro. It's like, that's called the death. It's called the freaking electric chair in prisons when they kill people. That's not how the world works. I think they had one down here, like in like 93. Did they, Mike? A Halloween Havoc? A UNO? Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Um, One in 92? Something like that. It was 93. Yeah, they do have one. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Actually, me and Dr. Blassie reviewed it a couple years back. I know I will. And we're going to review it when we get to it. But uh, yeah, we 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 did have one. That was the one with um, I think it was um Vader versus Cactus. Yeah, they beat the shit out of each other. Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, we did have one at the Lakefront Arena. So it was pretty good, too, from what I remember. Okay. So yeah, they they kind of don't answer the question about Barry why he's aligned with the heels, but we'll we'll talk about it when we get to the pay per view or we'll review exactly what happens. Jim Ross then goes to a, a video package of Vader, and unlike when Vader was here a while back, uh, where they showed video like a video package from him in Japan, this is pretty much all the stuff he did uh, when he was in WCW. So uh, there's that. There was even a clip of him uh, Vader versus Nature Boy Paul Lee thought that was interesting anyway uh in the end of the video package they tell us vader is uh at the end it says coming soon and there was that uh crockett any thoughts on this well it was a promotional vehicle for the mask that you smoke just as much as it was for vader <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> they love that mask i do too i tell you man that mask was super awesome the very first time i saw it and i was always mesmerized by it even you know in my teen years back then whenever he came out yeah, God, I was just trying to cool, figure out man. how the smoke goes off when he's not touching it. He said he had that like a little remote in his hands. Oh yeah, like a very like the tiniest thing where it had like a button on it. I, he talked about it on some shoot interview. Maybe it was when he was on Austin's show years ago. Yeah, it was like a little. He was like, "Yeah, you should be able to hit this little button." At least that's what he said. I know I've never seen the remote in his hand. When I say remote, I mean it was like a little bitty thing that had one button on it. Where he was like, "I'd, I'd press it." And that's what would uh, trigger the smoke. So I would think it'd be someone backstage. I mean, this is like, you know, this is like the early 90s. They would have like a, a little button. Like you think it'd be like the size of a fucking suitcase. Right. Let me ask you a question. Do you trust any of these assholes backstage no. at WCW <laughs> hit the room? Bro, they'll set that shit off, bro. When it's still on your fucking head, you'll be all fucked up. <laughs> Sitting on it backstage. <laughs> Let's think about what we're talking about here. This is WCW. They don't get much. Right. They got all the talent in the world right now. And uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. Yeah, you're right. It should just be somebody backstage. But who knows, man? Who knows? Have you guys talked about right. Elvira hosting these commercials for Halloween Havoc? Actually, we had in previous Havocs. I think this is the first time we've seen the ad with her. Because some of the commercials have been cut out on some of our episodes, so yeah. Um, but remember last year, Harper, we we saw her a lot leading up to it. Yeah. yeah so it's good uh, not 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 well, not, not this you got year. Paid for that. More than the not boys. Not three hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she got paid more than the boys. Oh man. All right, so Jim Ross, uh, we keep going, throws to a replay of Steve Austin versus PN News from last week when Lady Blossom gave Austin like the the gimmick, the knucks, and Austin knocked out News. Dustin Rhodes came out and said, nah, brah, and the refs reversed the decision. Then JR throws to a match with Austin versus uh, Mike Graham. 
So, Harper, you didn't see this. It would have really pissed you off because they're doing this gimmick now where the the decision keeps getting reversed. Austin wins due to cheating, and Medusa made her debut last week too. That's the other part. Went down into Lady Blossoms, Blossoms and pulled the gimmick out. Yeah. Pulled the knocks and, uh, out of the knockers. Pulled the now that's a good one. I'll have to tell Doc about that one if he doesn't listen back. Then pulled the knucks out of the knockers. He was over there jizzing when I said <laughs> pulled the knucks out of her blossoms. So <laughs> Yeah. Jesus. All right. On, yeah, Jesus is right. All right, on to the match. Uh Austin versus Graham. Uh, any thoughts on this, Crockett, as we get a long ten minute match between Mike Graham and Steve Austin? Yeah, I mean, Graham worked the leg well. Um, one point, Austin uh, says that Graham pulls the hair, or he he, gra- he grabs to, at his hair and says, he pulled the tights. So, like the old, old school heel stuff. I wanted to ask you about this, Mike. Um, JR says at one point that valets and managers shouldn't be allowed at ringside. And he starts saying things about, like, you know, you don't see coaches standing in the huddle and standing behind the quarterback. And then he says... Oops, I'm not supposed to talk about football. Sorry about that. Is that something that, like... Oh. Is that, like, he got an edict from... Is that something that's, like, a backstage thing or something that happened on the show? Um, I heard probably told him something. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's... The same football, because they're going to change the channel. They're going to put it on ESPN and start watching football. The pizza pizza executive who now has become a freaking wrestling expert is going to tell... Even a young JR during this time who's called some great matches with Steamboat and Flair knows what the hell he's doing. Don't talk about football. So it's that's what it's got to be. I can't see Dusty saying that to him. No. I mean, like, you know, I, I if if JR was going overboard drooling over Dusty in the middle of this match, yeah, I could see Dust, that was Dusty. But, no, I just I, – I would bet – I'd bet a paycheck that Jim Hurd is just being a jackass. What's in yeah. though? Um, yeah, it's gotta be what it is. Uh, what else Crockett? Anything? Uh, I mean, this is very weird because they have the exact, exact, like down to every piece except, well, except for it's Pillman that comes out at the end instead of Dustin Rhodes, but it's the exact same finish they just showed. It's like, why, why'd you show the, the finish from last week? If you're going to do the exact same finish in this one, it's, and this is the third week in a row. They do this exact same finish, which is a different combination of people coming out. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, yeah, it was at the the, the first last week. It kind of made sense because they brought Medusa out for the first time, and because she's a woman, she could go in. You know, because a dude shouldn't just go in a woman's bosoms, right? So Medusa, <laughs> yes, as the woman, <laughs> comes out. What man? I'm just you know. I mean, you shouldn't reach your hand down in a woman's goodies without permission. So Medusa comes out and was like, nah, I'm a woman. I can go down there and grab. And she pulls the, as Crockett said, the the knucks out of the knockers. That's good, Crockett. Yeah, I mean, it was very inventive. So, yeah, like, they, this is the third week in a row we've seen this, like, literal exact same finish. Exact same finish. Where he gets shit. the knucks. Yeah, he gets the knucks. He knocks out Graham. He, you know, hides the knucks. Then he's going to give them to Blossom. Blossom's going to put them in her bosoms. Pillman comes out. And Hopper hates this when it happened in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Whenever the ref reverses the decision because another guy comes out and tells the ref what happened, Hopper yeah, will go like off. Yeah, like his bush is fucking yeah. bleed this motherfucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We know, we, 
We know we know that he was cheating, but Harper always used to complain about that in Smokey. Well, how do you know? I mean, just because she has brass nuts in a tits don't mean they they fucking used it. <laughs> what other reason would she have brass nuts I in her know. bosom? Maybe, maybe they they fucking live in a bad neighborhood. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. Uh, yeah. I mean, you got a point, man. Look, I'm not trying to defend this finish, but it's crazy because Austin has this is the the same finish three weeks in a row. The other part of this is. Medusa these first two weeks is built as a baby face. Like she's coming right. out and and getting decisions reversed. Now, one might say, well, that's just a setup for the big swerve that could swerve, be coming bro. with her. Swerve, bro. Yeah. Oh God, I hate that. Anyway, so yeah, same we'll thing. Hear from her later, right? We'll hear from her later. Yes, exactly. So here we go. One of my favorite wrestlers of this era, if we can call him that. PN News and Big Josh. What a team this makes up. A lumberjack and a rapper. Yeah, I mean, this is... We got one of them looking like an orange creamsicle pop. Christ. What, Hopper? What? Nothing. I'm I'm just looking at him with the orange fucking outfit and... and... Look at his shit. (laughs) The dancing. Look at him dancing on the apron. He's swiveling them hips, dude. He, yo, he baby, goes. yo, baby, yo. This dude is so entertaining. I'm sorry, man. Guilty pleasure. Uh, but the people are into him. He's getting a reaction. Crockett, we've we've had this argument on this show, the three of us, but I'll bring you into this now. PN News. As bad as people want to paint the gimmick out to be and the wrestling out to be, he did the one thing that you can't deny. He gets a reaction. Am I, are we wrong here? No, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at the uh, people now. They're going bananas. Oh, yeah. They yeah. can't. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. A fake black guy. <laughs> Bruh. Right. And big Josh, Josh. Big Josh. Back to the yeah. high cam. Yeah. Big Josh. Some, some big fucking, uh, you know, bounty, brawny t- fucking paper towel guy. <laughs> With, with this fucking rapper, yeah, this makes perfect sense. How do you put these two together? Just yeah, this is, this is a, you should have just did two singles matches and made yeah. it short. These two do not need to be tag teaming. Pulled them out of a hat. Yeah. Well, you know, last week it was Austin versus News, so News is going down the card this week. Oh man, what do you have from this one? It's not very long, Crockett. Well, the the well, I thought you were gonna play the big rap that uh, Big Josh participates in. Oh God, um, he starts rapping with him. <laughs> it's absolutely maybe, maybe uh, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't planning on uh playing the 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 rapping with the two of them. Yeah, uh, it, it. I mean, it, it's bad enough when it's news. Actually, news isn't bad, but really, uh, it's uh. I mean, I've gotten used to PN News rapping at this point. Yeah, I think he's just. He kills me when he raps after the matches because he gets out of breath and he's like trying to keep his cadence going, but he's, you know, huffing and doesn't have the win. Very funny. Uh, anything else, though, Crockett? Uh, oh, boy. Here he goes. Yo, baby. Yo, baby. Yo. Broken record. Oh Broken record. Um, at one point, Big Josh, like, destroys Bob Cook's life with a German suplex. Um, that was pretty cool. But yeah, what, and another point, PN News, like, 
puts the guy's head between his legs, like going go for a pile driver or power bomb, but it looks like he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. So he just kind of like pulls him up and throws him over his shoulder. Like just throws him. Like it's like, it's like the weirdest suplex I've ever seen. Yeah. I I don't think the guy's a bad wrestler. He's just, he's not a great one either, but he gets a reaction. Like I always say, he gets a reaction. And uh, uh, they, I guess they're facing the creatures. The Halloween yes. creatures, the WCW creatures at Halloween Havoc. Yeah, and, I won't uh, give it away. I won't give it away now. The people behind the mask have been in WCW before, but it's it's kind of weird because it's a pay-per-view and you're giving away that match. You know, the creatures who we don't even know who they are. Yeah. The well, another thing, too, during during this match, they were talking about uh, JR's, you know, plug in the hotline as he does as often as you plug the patreon for btt but uh mm-hmm. he says um like they're gonna have you can listen to the pay-per-view on the hotline he says basically so it, I, i'm trying to figure this out it's a three-hour show so 180 <laughs> minutes and it's two dollars <laughs> for the first minute 45 cents each oh. additional minute right so you can listen to uh i i, I can't get this for 82 dollars you can hear the whole show or you could spend like whatever it is, 25 or 30 bucks and actually see the wrestling with your own eyes. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> what what if you just like timed it out and only called when it was Luger and Simmons? Like maybe you could get ahead that way. But yeah, yeah. why would you call and spend 80 bucks when you can buy it for 30? Uh. <laughs> oh, man. But you know what? I guarantee you there wasn't a soul in the South making that calculation you just made. Hell no. Like, I've been on the phone for a good two hours now. Right. <laughs> I got to take only, a piss. <laughs> the only way anybody in the South was spending on the phone for two hours back then is if it was a teenager talking to some girl. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway. All right, we go to the next match. It's Bill Kazmaier versus Lou Fabiano. We saw him maybe a month, two ago. Anyway, um, not too long of a match. Kazmaier hits Fabiano with a big shoulder block. Then he puts him in a bear hug, and Kazmaier wins in like two minutes. What did you have from this, Crockett? fuck was yeah. that about? Uh, nothing. He can't I thought wrestle. he was going to kick work. off the fucking ropes, and, and he was going to go back or something. No, you thought wrong. He's trying to, yeah, he was trying to break the uh, the full Nelson by right. uh, climbing yeah. the ropes, and Casimir just let Christ. go. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, we got nothing really to this match. Here. Yeah, big bear hug, and that's about it. Yeah, well, Casimir's um trying to work his way up the card, I guess you can call it. His ribs healed. All right. Yeah, they 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 do appear to have healed. Uh, he does cut a promo after the match, and I'm not playing it. He says, "Cactus is crazy." But my bear hug will take him down. Then JR says, what do you think about Luger versus Simmons, Bill? And Kazmaier gives them a commercial and he picks Simmons. I don't know. He's just plugging the show, the Halloween Havoc. And he says, oh, I got Simmons. He does say whoever wins, I'd love to get my chance at him. And that's when I thought, no, we don't want to see that. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're a nice person. I don't know you, Bill Kazmaier, but we don't want to see you versus Luger or Simmons. And uh, that's my thoughts on that. Go Very to commercial. fluffy, wispy hair. Yes. We go to commercial. JR throws to a video clip of the Enforcers cutting a promo, followed by some shenanigans and brawling with the uh, Freebirds and the Enforcers. Uh, I'm going to go to that uh, audio real quick. Let me just get ahead here. Uh, before I play it, uh, Crockett, did you have anything from this? 
Uh, well, Larry Zbysko starts by saying, let me tell you a story. And I just wanted to kind of do the Von Eric thing right there. No, oh, come oh, on. <laughs> yeah, let me Larry, tell you a story. Man. Oh, fuck. Here we go. But then he <laughs> says go. Patriots. And I'm okay for another minute. So. <laughs> let's go to let's go to audio. We got the enforcers here. They're in the ring, uh, cutting a promo, and let's see what goes down. Here it is. Hey, you know, the stupidity of mankind is something that always amazed me. Let me give you a story. Good. A couple hundred years ago, Charles Darwin convinced all you fools that mankind evolved out of some prehistoric, bubbling, scum-infested pile of slime. Now, I always thought that was pretty stupid, like, uh, like the Patriots thinking they could beat the Enforcers. But you know what happened? Along came the Freebirds, and now I'm convinced that there's two slobs that definitely belong in a scum-infested puddle of slime. I have had it up to here with these two long-haired, slimy, stinky idiots, okay? And I'm going to tell you this. You guys are already on the endangered species list. You mess with us, you guys are going to be back in that prehistoric mud pit just along with that dodo bird you want to jump us from behind you want to come out here with masks on claiming to be the screaming eagles i'm sick of that whiskey breath i'm sick of that matted hair and i'm sick of listening to that song you want to be rock stars do it on your own time but just stick your head through these ropes we're not rock stars we're not movie stars we're wrestlers we're the world tag team champions. The next time we see you, if it's at the mall, if it's downtown, if it's getting on a plane, we're going to point out to you firsthand the difference between Freebirds and the world tag team champion. Well, here are the Freebirds, Garvin and Hayes. And obviously this rivalry... So they brawl. Uh, the Freebirds hit the ring, and uh, we got a brawl on the outside. What'd you think about this, Crockett? I mean, it was fine. Um, I don't know what happened. Like, I think as soon as Jimmy Garvin shaved his beard, he lost his superpowers. <laughs> He's just got that stupid mustache, and I don't know. Ever since he became a Freebird, it's just uh, all downhill. But yeah, I mean, it's a decent brawl, but. Um, I mean, I mean, not necessarily very excited to see the Enforcers versus Freebirds. Um, Hover, any thoughts? I mean, you've been watching this feud. Ours uh, promo was good. Yeah, yeah, like the whiskey breath. Yeah, yeah, whiskey breath. Larry talking about goddamn amoebas or whatever. What are you talking about? What? (laughs) He starts talking about Darwinism and yeah. Like a Ugh. philosopher, man. I love his promos because they're out there. Like, what? Oh, okay, Larry. Uh, and Arn, Arn's funny because he, he, you notice, like, I mean, he's talking about the Freebirds. He was like, "We ain't rock stars or movie stars. We're pro wrestlers. We're tired of that song." Like, 
Arn's funny. Arn's been leaning in because remember a couple weeks ago he was like, yeah, you know, this isn't rappers and we're wrestlers. Like he's he's going all in on just burying these gimmicks that are that are happening out there. So, yeah, Arn was good. And, um, you know, they're just trying to build it up some more. Unfortunately, I, I God, I don't remember. But I think this feud ain't going to be much longer. It doesn't. I think it dies eventually um, or rather quickly. All right. So we keep going. We get some commercials and then we come back and we got a woman's match. We got Bambi versus Judy Martin. Um, Harper, do you remember Bambi from Smoky Mountain Wrestling? She was uh, there for I a do. cup of coffee. Yeah, it wasn't long. She was there. Um, I'm going to call what she has is like a semi mullet. If you really look at it, she's oh, the yeah. one who's making the pin. It's a fluffy mullet in the back because oh, the top ain't, bro, ain't yeah. no semi mullet. That's the goddamn mullet. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. being like a little bit pregnant. My uh, high school well, yearbook, 1993, is full of them. Damn. <laughs> I bet your Harper's is too. <laughs> I don't know, in '93. Yeah, well, it was the tail end. But yeah. yeah, nah. What well, were? What, what year did you graduate, Hopper? Ninety-six. Yeah, so you were a couple years after me. Um, yes, yeah, he, you that. Uh, no, even your, when I was in middle school. Right, right. 80s. I was gonna say, yeah. Now, 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 don't get me wrong. When we cover Smoky Mountain Wrestling from ninety-two through late ninety-five, there's a lot of mullets, but it's because we were in the Smokies. Yeah, I, I mean, it's stuck in 1975. Right, it's 1982 right there yeah. there now, so 100%, yes. God, um, she, she looks like a little fucking caveman. <laughs> Jesus. And this other bra looks like she's fucking Becky the cashier at the fucking local Piggly Wiggly. It's <laughs> nice, Hopper. It's a nice, former man. tag team champion. Yeah. Right, that's Judy Martin, man. She's oh, not really? Like some ha- yeah, she's not some ham and egger. You got some? Uh, you got a coupon for that? <laughs> hey, baby, I got a coupon in car. Hold on, right now. I'm gonna go get my coupon out the car. I got a coupon what right you, here for them eggs. What do you mean it's only thirty cents? That's a lot of money where I'm from. Okay. How much are those trim loops? It says two dollars over by the shelf. Yeah, the signs say two dollars. You're trying to charge me two dollars and twelve cents. That's twelve cents I can save. I'm well, be trying to get me off that, now. Put that Snicker bar down. You can't have that. <laughs> ah, Jesus! It's like they got so those outfits at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> oh man! Y'all got those All right, you, Mike. No, huh? What's that? But, which uh, you talking about? Oh, me or Crockett? Wigglies, yeah. No, nah, we don't have those. Yeah, they only have two of them. Yeah, I go to West know. Bank. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> West Bank. Uh, yeah, though there's no piggly wigglies out here. Uh, Crockett, what's the big grocery chain by uh, outward in your area? Grocery chain like a Stop and Shop, Shaw's. Yeah, nothing like anywhere in the South. I've never no, heard of those Kroger's. two places. I've heard of Piggly Wiggly. No, no Kroger's. I've heard of it, but. What about Albertsons or Tom Thumb? No, nope. we used to have a, Albertsons, and then the the Walmart just killed them off. Man, it used to be on. There was an Albertsons on North Shore when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, well, uh, on with this match, Medusa comes in and attacks Judy Martin, and then she goes after Bambi. And I got real confused here because Medusa, the first two weeks of her debut, she's been a face. Wow. So I guess they were trying to swerve us. Um, but now she's attacking both ladies here like, like she's, she's dressed mad like at them. Beetlejuice. Yeah, I don't know what the hell she's got on. Um, <laughs> it's definitely interesting. But, you know, we're going to go to a promo now with Medusa, who's with JR, and maybe this will give us some answers on what the hell was that. So here it is. That your actions the last couple of weeks here on TBS have been very unpredictable, and I know that the fans are wondering, what is your objectives here in World Championship Wrestling? What is your motivation mr ross i have i have respect for you just shush up one minute i am the first lady of wcw in fact i am professional wrestling if that means i have to demolish every valet miss blossom if that means i have to demolish every valet and every manager miss york and every wannabe Miss commentator, Miss Missy Hyatt, I will, and then some. If that means I will kick some ass. Well, I think you uh, got the drift. She wants to be the first lady of World Championship Wrestling. I'm not going to argue with her. We'll be back with Johnny B. Bad. Well, I guess we got some answers. What did you think, Rocket? Yeah, it was... It was uh good quick to the point uh, uh, more to the point than the match like you said that medusa came in you kind of blew, they, they did a full eight minute match the two women which was kind of weird to me because there's no women's match on the pay-per-view tomorrow you know the next day so mm-hmm. i and i figured medusa would come in but i was hoping she'd come in a little sooner they did like a full eight minute match before she came out but yeah the 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 um promo was fine and got the point across Hubber, any thoughts on it she looks really young there well, she is. <laughs> How old do you think she was back then? You think, think she was still in her 20s? You're going to make me Google this, aren't you? I mean, it's 1991. She's got to be in her 20s, maybe? Let's see. Born in 63. So she's almost 30, she's, I think, right? Well, she's almost 30. Oh. She looks younger than oh, that. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. she looks younger than that. God. I would have never, I would have never thought she was that old at that point. Not that that's old, but you know what yeah, I mean. Right, she yeah, looks, right, right. Yeah, like I mean, I would have given her. AWA, and then when it dissolved, she, she showed up here. I would have given her 21, 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she started in 86, so. So five years at this point. Um, The reason I said it was weird, she kind of actually answered the question, so I was waiting to get to this point. When she interviewed with or interfered with Blossom in those Austin matches, it actually kind of makes sense once you listen to the pay-per-view. She's just like, look, I'm the first lady of wrestling. I'm not going to let Blossom do whatever she wants to do. But then she also decides to beat down these two ladies. So it's kind of like, you know, she's kind of a loose cannon, not to take Pillman's name, but that's kind of how I looked at it. It's like, oh, okay, well, you're just not for either side. You're just about to do your own thing. And I get it. You you don't want any of these women to get over. So... Not that she was doing it in a bad way, but you know what I mean. All right, we keep moving. We go to commercial, come back, and we got, as you heard, Johnny B. Bad versus Rex King. Um, Crockett, any thoughts on this one? 
Uh, Rex King, also known as Timothy Well of Well Done, uh, a couple years later in the WWF. Um, Damn, that's who that is? Yeah. Yep. I have a note from Smoky Mountain Wrestling as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They show up there at some point, yeah. Um, he put on some size then, huh? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah he's look, a Look how slim he is. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look how Tim- small he is. <laughs> his Real name is... Isn't he Timothy Well? I think that's yes. his name. So, yeah, that's him. He is very slim um, here. Uh, he 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 looks like a kid. Linky. Yeah. Linky. Yeah, he's got... Um, I mean, he doesn't look bad. I'm not trying to make it say that, but you can tell he got a ways to go. He needs to put some size on as he's got uh, tiger, white and black tiger stripes on his tights. And he's just um, as white as the white in the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's him, a very, very young Timothy Well right here. Uh, Johnny B. Bad's going to win it kind of quickly. Would you have anything else, Crockett? Well, he's gonna, we're going to go for something right here, and it's going to kind of get fouled up immediately. Does this whole big thing, and then... Whoop. I think... Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a left-handed suplex here. It's a little yeah. awkward. But yeah, I think Johnny B. Bad was uh, too greased up and kind of was supposed to reverse the uh, Irish whip and let go by mistake, so... A little flub up yeah. there, but th- otherwise the matches are right. I mean, I don't know why he's still a heel when he's uh, apparently he's pretty over. It seems with the center stage crowd. I don't know how it is elsewhere on the road and other other venues, but center stage he's pretty over as a babyface. I'm not sure why he's still acting like a heel, but um, I mean the match is fine. Well, they're going to do the official breakup, but I guess that's why. But yeah, he's over. I mean. Uh, you got to give w, you give Dusty Rhodes credit on this one because this was his idea, but you got to give him credit here. They got over a gay black man in the South in the early '90s. I mean, yeah, I mean, he stayed this gimmick for the next couple of years. So like, what '95? Um, yeah. When did he go to WWF? It felt like it was around that time or '96, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. It was uh, I remember the big thing was that he had the first guaranteed contract with the. Uh, WWF. Um, yes, yeah, so somewhere in the never, mid-90s there. They should have never changed it. He should have never been Wild Man Mark Merrow. He should have yeah, been Johnny B. Been, bad yeah. there. Just <laughs> change the name slightly and go with it. But yeah, they just completely fouled it up and he was just regular dude Mark. Yep. With a valet that everybody wanted to you know what. Uh, Johnny <laughs> B. Bad. Johnny B. Bad wins though. He uh, Big knee, and then he knocks out King, and that's done. Uh, we do get a top 10 from Tony Schiavone. I haven't been recapping those because they have been very – they're almost the same weekly usually. And then we go from that to a match between Rick Cates and Buddy Lee Parker versus the Young Pistols, Smothers and Armstrong. Crockett, thoughts on this? You haven't been here since the Young Pistols have uh, made their debut. Oh, well, maybe – Maybe you have. Maybe they were the Southern boys at that time, though. Can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I was here, like, yeah, middle of last year, so I don't remember. <laughs> My memory's yeah, I don't awful. Either. But um, yeah, the Young Pistols is fine. I really like the uh, the. Well, it's kind of weird because and this is another match that really has nothing to do with the pay per view. I mean, the pay per view is tomorrow, and these, you know, neither of these two guys are on the show, so it's a little little weird that it's kind of like a a cold match heading into the pay per view. But they gave. JR an opportunity to talk about you know the enforcers and whatever else is going on but um, 
a little weird, but I really like the the finish. Uh, well, the, actually, in the middle of the match, there's a weird spot where the baby faces do like a couple of illegal switches, which I don't, I didn't really understand. Is this something that's been happening in these matches? No. <laughs> it's just, very, just no one gives a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. Like they, what, they're in an arm bar and. Uh, they they go to Buddy Lee Parker to come in and they do an illegal switch behind the ref's back is just I don't know it's just a little silly and didn't really lead to anything but um I, I like the finish because um they get up one guy to uh they get they hoist up one guy to get hit with the finish but Buddy Lee Parker comes in and breaks it up and, what yeah, kind of bullshit right is that right. And so then he, so then the uh, you know dude uh, was on the top rope and hits Buddy Lee Parker and knocks him out anyway. And they grab the guy, hoist him back up, and do it again. So I really like yeah. the, the unique way to get rid of the uh, tag team partner before they hit the finish on the one guy, the double team finish. You know, so. you just talked about the switcheroo with them, yeah, tagging the young pistols. Maybe they're doing that because they are about to be heels. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can think of. Like, I don't remember but them we, being it, heels, dude. You don't or you do? I don't. Um, I don't think it's long, but they are they're gonna be heels. I'm not gonna say they're great heels because I don't think they should have been the young pistols. They still should have been the Southern boys and they still yeah. should have been baby faces, but it's the same you know. shit. Yeah, it's the same shit, just they're from Wyoming. And as Tracy Smothers has said, I ain't never even been in Wyoming. Oh, okay. I'm seeing something here. The it says at Halloween Havoc '91, the pistols begin to show the first signs of an attitude change. Yeah. Uh-oh. So I think that's that might have been what you were seeing. That's why I said that. I was like, wait, because I think they're about to turn. I didn't. I didn't remember it being a havoc. I remembered it being officially kind of in '92, but I guess I mean we're almost in '92. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's saying that's the first the the first inkling of them being turning heel is uh, coming up. So I guess maybe this is the first inkling, but uh, yeah, that's what they say on the uh, Wikipedia. So yeah, that makes sense. It's starting to make more sense now. You got that cleared up. So that was a good catch though. Cause it kind of, I mean that, that is good storytelling if that's exactly what they were doing there. Uh, so we keep moving and uh, we had some commercials and it was a Halloween havoc ad. And then we go to the main event and the last match on this show this week from the, uh, October 26th of 91 and it is Cactus Jack and Abdullah the Butcher versus Sting and Bobby Eaton. Now, they start this thing with not much time remaining. And my main note here was I felt like Bobby Eaton just took a beating in this match. I mean, he took a beating. But let me go to you, Crockett, and you can tell me what you have from this as the crowd was into it, seeing these four guys, four stars, go at it. Well, Bobby Eaton might have taken a beating, but I think – in the long run, Cactus Jack took the bigger beating. He he took some fucking awful bumps for some random Saturday night show, which I guess was his calling card. But yeah, oh. there's one right there. There was one right there. He, he, gets, he gets dumped over the barricade. Drop. Looks like he goes down. It's either a ramp or uh, JR calls it a ramp, but it looks like a staircase. He just takes a bump and just goes fucking flying down into a yeah. door. He flew down the stairs. Yep. Yeah, and yep. then and then he follows up by doing like um, the clothesline where he follows the guy out, and then he later on he does a cannonball off the apron onto the floor. Nobody home. It's just what the dude. This is like you know you're going into the pay per view in a couple of days. Just save yourself. But you know, like I said, that's 
what Mick Foley did. But um, you just and, told Mick Foley to save himself. He ain't gonna do that ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this is God. why he's over, man. He's always gonna put his body on the line. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, you hear. I, I like his podcast. I mean, I, I think Doc is the only one still listening to Rick Flair's podcast. But uh, gotta be the Mick Foley yeah. podcast. Foley's pod is, is really good, and uh, yeah, I mean, he seems seems like he doesn't have many regrets. But um, maybe he would have saved some of the bumps. He he says, but um, yeah, I mean, like he did what he had to do to get over, and that's kind of what he felt he had to do. Go back to that clash that we did, Crockett, when he takes the bump off the ring apron. Yeah, with plant. I'm Yeah, against the Mil- uh, when he was wrestling Mascaris, and the whole thing was they needed to get him over because they knew what was going to happen. To this day, this dude hits the concrete and splats like a pancake, and all you hear is a thud as his body hits, and everybody still talks about it to this day. I mean, he, he that's who he is. He's, you know, I mean... Like I, I used to hear Flair. Doc and I had this discussion years ago on the show. You hear Flair criticize him. Well, Mick didn't need to do that. Mick didn't. Well, maybe he did. You didn't need to do that because you were Rick Flair. But Cactus doesn't look like you, so Mick's got to do those things. Foley just had to do that to get over, and that's what he did. And um, I, what did you say? He 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 says he doesn't regret much of it. Yeah, I, th- I think I think there's uh, maybe maybe you should have saved some of the stuff for big shows rather than doing on a random Saturday night like this. But uh, yeah, I think for the most part, he, he knows he did what he had to do to, to get over and make money. So I don't think overall he's very, um, he's very regretful about it. Yeah. I don't, I I say this every week. I don't know how he still can walk. I know. Yeah. I think he said everything replaced at this point, but um, yeah, I've, I've, I've been around him a little bit and it's just, yeah, it's, it's, sad sometimes to see him moving around but i I think now that he's gotten his hips done or whatever and i think he's hopefully in a a better place i tell you what was rough Uh, hopper and i talked about this at the x-ray wildcat x-rated show 2019 so i hadn't seen tracy smothers in person in it'd been a long time and um i was shocked like I didn't realize Tracy had that much trouble walking. Remember Harper? He would walk around with that cane. Yeah. Before the show. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, how's he? I'm like, he's wrestling. Like I, I didn't realize his like, you know, I guess back or knees or hip or whatever it was. Yeah. I didn't know he was in bad a shape as he was, but he get in that ring and he got in that ring that night and he was bumping all over the place for Devin. Yeah. I I'm like, how the hell is he bumping? He gets walking with a cane before the show. I'm like, man, and it's sad for Tracy was sad because, you know, he never made millions. Yeah, th- that's what was hard to see. And, and and let me point out as cactus takes a wicked bump right there. Yeah. That was before Tracy got cancer too. So this is pre cancer, yeah. which um, ultimately took his life, but it was, it was just kind of sad to see him walk like that. I was like, God, man, this dude gave his life to this business and you know, he's still doing it, working a regular job too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Fuck. pretty, pretty rough. All right, I hate to do that on a down note, but um, anything else, Crockett, on this match before we close it out and uh, talk about the finish? Um, uh, well, yeah, I was just gonna talk about the finish. Just, uh, yeah, a little messy. Yeah, well, <laughs> Cactus does that bump, front roll off the apron, and just splats uh, back first. Sting uh, hits Cactus with a like a slingshot, uh, hot shot, stunt gun, say, yeah, stunt yeah. Gun. 
And then the guys all start brawling and Abdullah hits uh, whips, hits Bobby in a throat with like a throat thrust. Bobby Eaton actually gets pinned by Abdullah. So Abdullah and Cactus, I guess, win going into Halloween Havoc in the Chamber of Horrors, which I guess is probably the right thing to do with what happens to Abdullah and Cactus at the pay-per-view. And I'll save that for the pay-per-view. Any other thing you want to add, Crockett, to this finish? Somehow Cactus gets a uh, kendo stick and starts whipping guys around as they go off the air. Yeah. He's been doing that the last few weeks, too, actually, now that I think about it. Um, and that's how we go off air. So the normal routine is we rate it and hand out a Rolex or a Toot, toot Award. So with Crockett being here, I'm going to throw to him and say, hey, buddy, what do you rate this thing? Oh, man. Um, two hours. Two hours, just so you know. That gives Doc a C automatically. <laughs> Start at C and go from there, huh? Yeah, that's what he um, does. Yeah, I mean... There's nothing that really stands out as something that would make me want to purchase this pay-per-view. Um, Not based on this show. No, it's, it's yeah, I mean, I, I'm in Doc's chair, so it's going to be a C. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going with a C as well, Harper. What about yeah, you? A C, bro. A C, yeah. Fucking two hours of nothing. <laughs> so then we need to hand out the Toot Toot Award. Before we do it, remember, become a patron, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That way you can see what we rate Halloween Havoc or listen to what we rate Halloween Havoc. You can watch it too because it'll be on the video version uh, as well. So uh, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt is the only way to uh, listen to our and watch our Halloween Havoc 91 review. Uh, I'm going to give the Toot Toot Award or Rolex depending on uh, what you want to call it these days since Flair's gone, but we're going with Arn lately with the toot toot. Um, hey, I don't know who else to give it to, honestly. So I thought about Medusa, but Cactus taking crazy bumps right before the pay-per-view. He's going to get it from me because he's just insane. So I'm going to give mine to Cactus. Uh, who you want to give yours to, Crockett? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Um, just uh, destroying himself for our... For our pleasure. pleasure. So, uh, least we can do is give him a toot least. toot. That's right. Least we can do is give him a toot toot. Harper, who are you going to view a toot toot to? I'll give him mine to, uh, to double A for his, uh, promo. Thought, I thought about going that route too. Yeah. Yeah. So Harper goes double A. All right. Before we get out of here, Crockett, uh, we talked about the WPAN at the beginning of the show, but I want to give you some time to plug anything that you got going on, whether it's the WPAN or anything else. What's happening over there in the world of the WPAN these days uh, for anyone who may have missed the first part of the show? Well, uh, yeah, I'm still uh, producing episodes. We're trying to do one a month at the uh, wrestling podcast about nothing feed. If you've uh, were subscribed in the past and you unsubscribed, uh, resubscribe again. It's all still there. And, uh, Listen for us there. We're also uh, showing we're doing video for um, the podcast as well on YouTube.com slash the WPAN. So you can check that out as well. Also, I'm uh, I'm getting into the TikTok. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm, on I'm like TikTok, the oldest guy. I just TikTok. don't fucking I just like look at shit. Yeah, you just you just scroll and just you just get lost in it. Um, right. So I started doing these uh, 
these things every day called um, Today in New England Pro Wrestling History. So uh, oh, I, find, I saw it on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I end up putting it everywhere, but I, I, I started on TikTok. Um, yeah, so every day I, I find uh, something. If you're interested in the history of uh, professional wrestling in New England, I find something every day and try to do something entertaining, uh, you know, 30 seconds to a minute. So you can check that out. Uh, the WPAN on TikTok, and like you said, it's on Instagram, the WPAN, the WPAN on uh, Twitter as well. So same, same, uh, address, not address, same uh, username everywhere. So at the WPAN to see if uh, you want to check out the Today in New England Pro Wrestling History uh, little video features that I'm doing every day. So, yeah, thanks, Mac. And our all the archive shows are up on the old WPAN feed still, right? I didn't. I don't think you took anything down, correct? No, no. Yeah, it's it's all still there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, including okay. your episode, which I've always said is uh, my favorite episode that we ever did, was the first uh, debate between you and Brian Malonis, the uh, uncivil war, North versus South. That's on oh, yeah. the uh, the WPAN podcast feed. It's also on YouTube, so you can find it there as well. Yeah, I crushed them. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> well, just uh, obliterated them. I remember. I mean, I got the most amount of votes, so that's all. I you, you sure did. You've got you, right. had, you had the uh, passionate fan base behind you. Fake yeah, news. I did. And and and, and, and <laughs> Malona said that. Exactly. Malona said the only reason he won is because he's got more listeners than us. Well, sorry. <laughs> oh boy, they came out with pitchforks too. They were not happy with him. Okay. So there you go. And um, my personal favorite show that I think I listened to, besides the burial last month or a month or two ago by Malonis on ROH. I mean, he didn't bury ROH, but, you know, you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, my favorite show was the one y'all did with Warbeard Hansen, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Ivar and WWE. That was a really good one because he and Malonis go way back. So it was one of those things where it was just kind of two friends having a conversation uh, not really like an interview. So that was really cool. And I always say, go listen to that one. Cause I thought that was a great one and it's probably on YouTube still. Uh, not it say is. That. Yeah. Nothing about it. So go check it out. So yeah, check out uh Crockett with the wrestling podcast about nothing. And also don't forget to get your very own video shout out or life advice or relationship advice. Or once again, I can't praise this enough. If you want a Harper to cut a promo on someone, Email him to chrishopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Tell him what you want in the video, whether it's a pick-me-up, life advice, relationship advice. Again, want him to cut a promo on someone, he does really good with that one. Personal favorite one is the one where he said, stay away from midgets, they smell bad. Thank you for that one, Chris Browning. That one was pretty damn genius. I, I watch it every now and then still to get a good laugh when I'm feeling down and out. But email him, chrishopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Tell him what you want in your video, and he will uh, record and uh, get your video to you. But before he sends it, you'll also need to send him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com on PayPal. So again, check the show notes, show description, and you will see his email and his PayPal address where you can get that uh, video ordered and money sent, and he will hook you up. Just in time for Easter. Uh, Just what? Just in time for Easter. That's even even, that's a great point. You send somebody some Easter blessings and eggs and obliterate their Easter Sunday. Oh, it's heavenly hash. Yeah, well, oh God, those are bad. I don't like those. Come on, bro. Uh, 
That's like a, oh, that is disgusting. That must be a Metairie thing. It's definitely on a New Orleans Heavenly Hash? Yeah, I don't like that that's shit. That's New Orleans thing. No, it ain't. It's disgusting. Yeah, it that's, that's the marshmallow Everyone one with the... Fucking gets that shit. Yeah, that one and a gold brick and a pecan fucking thing. Now, the gold brick with the pecan, now that's some good stuff, pal. Yeah, I, what, what to me, it's all Heavenly Hash. Oh, okay. Well, no, I see. I I got you. Call that brand, even though it's called uh, Elmer's. To me, it's just Heavenly Hash. The Heavenly Hash is that's what I'm saying. Heavenly Hash is the marshmallow one, which is disgusting. The gold brick is the the good one. I like that shit. I still don't don't, don't know how in the fuck peeps still exist. Who eats that garbage? I don't know. (laughs) Have you heard about the the peeps Pepsi? I do. I've I saw seen that it in the store. store. I saw someone posted on Facebook. I thought it was fake until I saw it at, at fucking Walmart. I said the same thing. I saw it online and I was like, that's not real. Somebody did that. Somebody created that. Somebody photoshopped it. I don't believe nothing I see online anymore anyway. I got to yeah, see it in person. Real. And then I saw it in the store. I was like, I looked at my wife. She was at me. I go, that shit's real. She goes, what? I said, the, the Peeps Pepsi. She said, that's disgusting. I said, yeah, I saw a picture of it online yesterday. I figured it was Photoshop. Nope. Nasty, 20 ounce bro. bottle sitting there. I'll be seeing that at the salvage grocery store in about a month or two. Yeah, selling it for a nickel a bottle. It, that, yeah. It's like, who, who drinks that and why? It's got to be like marshmallow c- Coke. Ugh. Yeah. Bro, no, thanks. Yeah, I'll pass. Hard pass. No, I don't want that. Disgusting. No, hard pass. All right. uh, Anything else before we get out of here, Harper? No. Well, you know the drill by now, Harper. Crockett, thanks again for joining us. Wonderful having you again. Uh, Stay in the bullpen as a member of the JV Goon Squad. We can always use you when Doc decides he can't make it because he's got more important things to do for all the Docaholics out there. He doesn't care. He could have fit this in, but he didn't want to. So anyway, uh, just um, <laughs> stay in the bullpen. I'll call you up from relief again sometime. What relief? Wait, that's not good, Harper. <laughs> oh, no. Never mind. No, we don't want relief. I'll call you in as a uh, as a bullpen member. We'll stay. We'll keep the word relief out of it. But on that note, Harper, hit the tagline and let's roll. We're working on like a foot of snow up here. So, right now in March, 
Yes. Fuck that. It's, 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 still, it's still happening. It started last night and it's still snowing. So, uh, I bet you miss Mexico right now. Yeah, exactly. If, uh, um, Hey, what's up, Harper? Hey, bruh, y'all know yeah. how to download a, a fucking digital uh, movie onto the fucking TV? I bought Top Gun Maverick <laughs> and I'm trying to fucking, how do you do this shit? Uh, BTT help desk. Mike Crockett's on the line. This issue. <laughs> uh, so you downloaded on, on what? What did you download it on? No, well, I bought the fucking. I was at Walmart. And I saw the fucking Blu-ray. I was like, I'm gonna buy it. I mean, I don't have a fucking Blu-ray player deal to say, but but they got the download fucking code. Okay. How do I, how do I put this bitch into the TV? <laughs> I don't think the TV's got a hard drive, so I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it might have to be on a laptop or something. And then you maybe yeah. you can use like a HDMI cable from the laptop to a TV. So like I put it into the phone, and then it's gonna pop up on the fucking uh, uh, TV. It could if you have like that thing that where you can do that. Just yeah, or, or like a phone shit. or a tablet or even a computer. Um, and then you can like, uh, what do they call it? Chromecast it to it or app or what, what's the app? Yeah. 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 yeah whatever it's Apple play or whatever. Apple play or something. Like if you, you have a Chromecast. This is a Google TV. I okay. Don't know if so it's got Google on it. I think if you did download it on a phone or laptop and then you played it for, from there, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to cast it onto the I mean what TV. did pop up in the because it's got Google Play on here and it's got a bunch of fucking movies kind of like uh, uh Netflix that like you can buy and fucking rent I could, but uh I think it's going to pop up there you see fuck I didn't know about this shit that's fucking top gun 2 right there I could have fucking bought it <laughs> and just fucking fucking clicked on a guy save yourself a lot of trouble yeah, the fuck. <laughs> so like it's it this I'm sure there's like it there's like a website there that Yeah. Yeah. And then But I'm scared because because it's I mean what if I put this in my phone? That's not the only way I could watch it is on my phone, huh? Hmm. I'm what scared. What phone you got? A fucking Android? No, what brand? No, a f- old cheap ass Motorola. Yeah, I don't know, man. I wouldn't put it on your phone. <laughs> I don't I'm even know scared. if you got enough space for it on your phone. Right. What the uh, fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. don't know. I'd say download it on the. Uh, I I'd just say download it on the computer and then. Yeah. There should be a way to stream it to your TV from that. I think so. Yeah. If not, then you use a cable. A fucking cable. <laughs> <laughs> What is this, 1950? What are we doing here? Fuck, Miles, we get a damn Blu-ray player. (laughs) Let's get started on this week's show. I know Harper didn't watch it. Crockett, I'm assuming you watched this shit. Yeah, I just finished it up uh, not too long ago, so. Got you. You Fucking Mark. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. 